And a lot of people that are in these long-term relationships are having difficulties because they, they may have done it backwards. You may have had, um, you were having sex with somebody regularly and then you all got pregnant and you had to have that conversation of how are we going to mm-hmm. co-parent? Should we explore a mm-hmm. relationship? And we're having conversations like that. My um, theory is that dating, you go on dates in an effort to explore the romantic capacities of a friendship. Mm. Period. You say that's how I see what dating. You say that's how I see what dating. You say friendship. Now I don't mean to cut you off, but long story short, right before me and you even hopped on this episode, I was just talking to a friend, and I'll make the story short. I was talking to a friend who's uh, a year younger than me, and he was like, yo, I was trying to get this chick, but she shut me down. And uh, she works in, like, kind of, like, the same field as what he works in. You know what I'm saying? Because me and you both kind of work in, like, a field of media. You work in a, not, like, directly. Do you work directly in media, or do you not? I work, work with, with the media. media. And I don't work with the media at all. This is just mm-hmm. my side. This is my side hustle. Well, my friend works directly in media. And the person he was trying to get at works directly in media as well. And I told him, and maybe you can disagree. I'd love to hear your opinion about this afterwards. And so I was like, check this out. You can get at the females that work in the field that you work in, or you can become friends with them and gain more from becoming friends with a woman that's attractive than trying to have sex with them. Now, as a man, I would like to know your opinion on that. Because I personally believe it's not worth trying to have sex with every attractive woman. Like, you're an attractive woman. I think you're attractive. But I've never tried to get at you because I think you're a respectable woman. And I like, you know, I'm like, yo, it's cool to be cordial with you. Do you think it's like one of those things where like, it's like, it's better to be like men should find out how better it is to be attractive to a woman than it is to just trying to have sex with every single one of them? 100%. Especially when you put sex on this mm-hmm. pedestal, I think for men, sex is a competition. Almost definitely. And for women, sex is sacred. Um, and I won't say for women, but for me, sex is sacred. And in my experience with men, sex is a competition. Mm. I think it's important that both sexes realize that it is so much more meaningful to build a friendship mm-hmm. and build attraction within that friendship and then explore the capacities of a relationship. If you immediately burst that bubble and you release all these endorphins in your brain and it was the greatest experience of your life, it's going to be a high that you'll never be able to get back especially if that's the basis of the friendship. The friendship started off of sexual attraction, not emotional attraction, intellectual attraction, even um, professional attraction. (laughs) You know, professional attraction, have you ever seen somebody in the professional space and you're like, wow, I would love to be where they're Mm -hmm. standing one day. That's professional Mm -hmm. attraction. No. So I think it's more, it's definitely much more meaningful to explore attraction before you explore sex. Man, that's such a hard thing to like fathom because I know I'm older than you, but not my much. Um, Again, not, not to say your age, but it's just like, when you say that sexual connection is a competition for men, that's like very interesting. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on this show so so badly because it's like I don't get how women view sex. Obviously, I don't get it because I'm not a woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things where I'm not disrespectful about your point of view. I thoroughly enjoy your point of view. It's just one of those things where it's just like, hey, I personally view sex as one of those things where like, yo, I got to have sex with the female. Like that was cool. That was off the charts. And some of the females I've had sex with, it's just like, that meant nothing to me. So it was like, all right, cool. It means nothing Mm -hmm. to no one here. Like we're just two humans just acting out of art and action. And that's, that's what it is, yo. No, ain't that much. But for you to say it's a competition that kind of opens up the mic. 
um a little bit further to be like yo like when you use the word competition it means it sounds like one somebody's trying to be number one and where you're saying for women it's a connection which i tell young young men all the time they hit me up in my dm they're like talking about like a woman that they're interested in or whatever it may be i'm like let me tell you something whatever it is that you do bro i don't care how you do it just make sure you make sure you protect yourself first and foremost after you protect yourself don't go into the jargon of who's the best because i think for me (laughs) i think for men and again obviously i'm not going to ask you shit like body count and all that but for men it's so crazy how we're like yo uh you know i I hit that but um you know am i number one and it's like that puts women in such an awkward position because i know y'all be like Mm-mm, no you aren't or you just be like none of you niggas were number one like you're all equal but you want to feel like yo that's my boo that's my that's that's or not even that's my boo that's this nigga's just asking the question let me let me uh satisfy his question asking do y'all ever get pressured by that like i'm sorry i know i didn't ask you that question prior before but i just wanted to know ah uh, i'm so glad you said it because Again, that's where my assumption that sex is a prize mm-hmm. for men comes from, because as long as I can remember, I have consistently been asked that question of like, am I the best you ever mm-hmm. had? Listen, listen, <laughs> don't ask me that. You do not want to know the answer to that. Do, do not let that come out of your mouth again. End of conversation. <laughs> They say, they say, whose is it? Do not ask me Yo, that. <laughs> you know, I was in, um, I was in, um, you know, uh, me and you follow each other on IG. So I do, uh, I do stand-up comedy and I do uh, podcasting. Obviously, that's why we're on the show right now. And um, I was in New York a couple of weeks ago before all this crazy shit had broke down in the world. And I was out there doing a couple of shows. And one of my friends who's like thoroughly more successful than me, he's like, financially more stable than me he has more money than me he's graduated in a better school than me i mean needless to say he's probably even slept with women that look better than than i've slept with i don't know that's that's debatable right and when i landed in uh new york and i hit him up and i was like yo bro i'm in your city he was like i bet let me take you out so we're walking to a restaurant and he's like, I'm like, where are you taking me? And he's like, yo, I'm taking you to this restaurant where one of my females work at. And I was like, bet. Cool, 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 cool. And he's like, yo, do me a favor. Do not say anything about women. And I was like, okay, cool. I won't. And he said the most gangster shit to me. He looked at me dead in the eyes. Now, mind you, me and him are the same age. Me and him are the same age. He looked mm-hmm. me dead in the eyes and goes, check this out, pooch. It's never yours. It's only your turn within the preach. And he was like, the moment you figure that out, Pooch, you'll be okay. And I feel like he 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 knew, because he's listened to my show before. He was like, he knew that I was like the things he heard me complain about. Thing, and this is one of my good like mm-hmm. homies. He he heard me complain about it. And I talked to him about a couple of things. And he was like, nah, bro, it's never yours. It's just your turn with it. Like, this chick I'm finna take you to who's in a service. Like, he was like, bro, I've been on and off dating her for, like, like three or four years. She got engaged. She got broken up. Now, me, it's just my turn back at fucking with her. And the thing about it is, I think with men, and I've talked about this a long time ago. I had to, I had to delete some episodes because I got in trouble about this. Is that mm. men, we think that when we... And I'm gonna get derogatory here, so you know, no disrespect. Men think right. that once we go inside you, you inevitably are our possession. Like I fucked you, you belong to me. And it's like women are like, okay, I let you have sex with me. I don't belong to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that stems from. I don't know where that comes from, but I know men are out here. We're on some like he man shit. Like I have the power. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna tell me I don't fucking, you know, like, this pussy ain't mine, which I've always been very, um, indirect, not indirect, sorry. I've always been very, like, mm, mm, I've always been upfront on being like, yo, check this out. Your vagina belongs to you. 
my penis belongs to me. No one owns anyone here. Because that's when it really comes down to, is it about love or is it about ownership? And a lot of times, it's just about ownership. It's not about love. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's super important. It's about love. It's not about ownership. And it's crazy because you kind of, I think you get a shock (laughs) of who you were interested in versus high school to college. And this is why they say when you, when you have a relationship in high school, it should never go on into college. Mm. And if it does, it will not Mm. work out. Preach. People need to get outside of themselves and realize that they are not the ultimate prize of Mm. it all. Don't, don't hurt nobody's feelings, Britt. You're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Say it with me. I'm not the prize. Well, here's the thing, Brett. I mean, like, I'm I like, <clears throat> I think I've been doing this for about four and a half months to five months. And mm-hmm. what, what in essence got me into this was that I had to realize that, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I find myself a middle of the road type of dude. That, that being said, uh-huh. like, I don't think I'm ugly, but then I don't think I'm like, you know, handsome. I'm like, mm. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, eh. Maybe you might swipe mm-hmm. right, might you mm-hmm. might swipe left. But what I realized with myself personally was is that I became to realize that I was way too possessive to think that I am the prize. And let me get this straight. Everybody should think that they're a surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody should have self-confidence in themselves, right? But Absolutely. what people should Absolutely. get over is the egocentric and in, in, in um goddamn, I can't think of the other term I used to use. Uh your egocentric. Well, let's use in secret. You're very egocentric. In dating, everybody's yeah. egocentric. Like, how could you? How could you cheat mm-hmm. on me? It's like, nigga, you're right. a human. That's how I cheated on you. You're a fucking human. Who? Yeah. Like, you're like I like a lot of my homeboys, right? <clears throat> a lot of my homeboys who listen to my podcast, they hit me up, and some of them are dating, and some of them are just out here or having sex with women. And one of the funniest thing I always have to tell them is like, listen, if Halle Berry can get cheated on, so can you. And, and, be, uh, and that, hey, you know what's funny? The last female I said that to, she said the same thing. She said, if Beyonce can get cheated on, so can you. And I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that because Beyonce is a perfect example on when you let a nigga who doesn't look handsome give him a chance, he woos you. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He woos you. You end up marrying this nigga. You end up having a baby by this nigga. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, mm-hmm. the fuck this nigga cheating on me? Nigga, I could have chose so many other niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have chose so many other right. dudes besides you. And you do me like this. Which is like, what it comes down to being is like, you're you're humbled. Be humble. Anybody can get this. Anybody can get this. And I think that people, if people went through with the idea of understanding, yes, I am a prize, but understand I can also get cheated on. They are more humble because I'm way less egocentric than I was. Oh, narcissism. That was the term I was trying to think of. I'm way less Mm, egocentric and narcissistic after my last relationship. Not saying that that person was bad because that person taught me a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Me, me, you personally know that person. Um, They taught me a lot of shit, but it was just like, yo, how is nigga gonna get at me foul? How this nigga gonna talk to me crazy? I'm pooch. I'm this. And it took me like two to three, four months and took me like seeing this person have be happy without me to realize that this person was happy before me they were happy with mm-hmm. me and they're going to be happy yep. without me. To me, understanding that like all my relationships moving forward, I'm like, yo, mm-mm. it's cool. Like I'm happy for you, which is cool. Which is crazy because I, I can't end this episode without asking you this. So mm-hmm. Britt, hypothetically speaking, you're dating two to three men, multi-dating. Oh, hold on. I got I got two. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question first, and then I'll, I'll jump into that. Because you said this to me, and I was like, bro, there's no way nobody's going to believe you. You said this to me. Okay. Multi-dating <laughs> requires going out on dates with people, but sex is off the table. Right? Yes. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> so you expect the nigga to believe that? The only thing that matters is that I believe it. And anybody who is interested in having mm-hmm. sex with me will respect my boundaries. Mm. And if you don't respect my boundaries, there's the door. Mm. And you know why it's so easy for me to be so cutthroat mm. about this? It's because I didn't have sex. And I'm not having sex until I'm in a relationship. Mm. But I guess, like, and this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is how me and Britt even got on this topic. Because I was like, Britt. How? Because I'm not gonna lie to you, Britt. I didn't tell you this, but bruh, so many people got so angry with me when I reposted your statement about multi dating. They were like, "Yo, this nigga is lying." Like, and and that wasn't even just men. That was women as well. Like, man, this nigga lying. You can't multi date and date. Uh, you can't multi date and expect your person that you're interested in. It, to be still interested in you and I was like well I mean I know her she's a pretty smart girl I'm going to assume that that's true um that can happen mm-hmm. I mean because I, I mean what what reason would you have to lie to me right Brit? like what reason would you have to lie to me none right you know what I'm saying so I was like when you said that I was like okay this must be true but I'm not gonna lie to you a lot of people were like bro that's that's fallacies that's not true that's not gonna happen well I'm at champagne.giggles on Instagram. And if you'd like to take me on a couple dates and find that we won't be having sex, (laughs) you're more than welcome if you make the cut. You're wild, Brit. (laughs) Have to drop the whole IG name. (laughs) Take me on a date. Take me to Joe's Crab Shack. Take me to Red Lobster. Take me to wherever you want to take me. Now, check this out. After you Mm -hmm. take me there, you're going to take me home. And then things going to happen after that. Now, I'm not going to... We drove separate. We drove separate. We drove separate. separate. (laughs) You're not picking me up from my house. I took a lift. I lifted Ah! back. (laughs) Or I'm having my roommate come pick me up. I feel it. You are not seeing my house. You are not seeing my apartment for the for for however long <laughs> I choose. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you you strictly date men, right? I'm I'm sorry, I just have to put that out there. Mm-hmm, but the way it's looking, I'm out here looking for. Uh, my I mean, queen, to be shit, I don't blame Please. you. I don't blame you. <laughs> you know what? I forgot to ask the most important question that I I meant to ask all my guests. How uh-huh. tall are you? All right, great. Because you're over, you're not under, you're not over six feet. If you're over six feet, I wouldn't fuck with you. I don't fuck with people that are six feet tall. Um, that's brazy. Because a lot of men would think like, yo, if I take you on a date, I'm getting these cheeks. But I will be upfront with y'all. Uh, first and foremost, yeah, Brit stands by what she says. I haven't known you that long, Brit, but I know you to be a woman of your word. And it's like, listen here, nigga. Mm-hmm. If I say it, I fucking mean it. Don't fucking try me. Or you can try me. Try me. Try me all you want. But it's not gonna happen. You'll find out. <laughs> You'll find out that it's not gonna happen. You could be Dora the Explorer up in here and find some Bruh, things out. Brit. <laughs> the first time I met you, I like like everybody knows obviously I'm a talk the best motherfucker because obviously I do a podcast. But when I met you, I had never met a person who like literally shut me up at a dinner table. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just be quiet because clearly she's taking over this conversation. And I don't know if you remember that, but I remember sitting there with my hand on my face, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dudes are fuck boys. Whatever. That- <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty common anytime uh, oh you were at brunch. God. She was like, <laughs> you were, yeah, the two times we went to brunch, you were like, yeah, you're not going to talk much. You're going to just sit here and be quiet, which anybody who knows me is like, nigga, that's not you. But best believe, ladies and gentlemen, that was once me at a time. I mean, it's still me, depending on what atmosphere I'm in. But definitely at the times me and you met was like, Mm-mm, don't talk. Don't talk, pooch. Just let the people talk. Let the women talk to the table, nigga. Be quiet. You're only here because you're invited. Um, 
You were I outnumbered. Was, ooh, it, outnumbered? <laughs> I mean, including the person who invited me, I was definitely outnumbered. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Let I'm me boring. take my ass home saying some crazy shit. She would have punched me in the face. Um, uh, <laughs> So, Britt, let me let me let me ask you this before we close it out because I'm 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 over your schedule. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you got multi days to attend to, especially because you're um, you know, you're quarantined, so you got probably like Tinder dates, right. Bumble dates, um, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom all the dates. Um, uh, all that. so let me ask you this before we close out because I know whoever listens to this is going to ask like, what's the end result? So we talked about this. You you multi date. You meet a person. You say, "Hey, I'm dating multi. I'm multi, I'm be dating multiple people. I'm, da- I'm dating multiple people. Mm-hmm. I'm dating you as well. I like you." Now, the multi dating portion has already been established. Now, you like someone. How do mm-hmm. you break off? Because I told you that's when I told you like this is fake. That's not true. You can't multi date and date one person because the cutoff is not easy. You can't just cut off your quote-unquote multi-daters and just move accordingly uh with the with your person feeling comfortable you 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 just can't be possible so can you tell me how you break that down i've never been in a situation in my multi-dating experience Mm -hmm. where there has been a potential partner each of these potential partners are giving me the same energy Mm -hmm. I go with the person who gives me the most energy. I'm not going to entertain a WYD stuff. Oh my God. Any of I'm not entertaining oh my that. God. So it's very easy for me to cut off who didn't make the cut. Because again, I'm sure you're not giving the same energy as player A. <laughs> it's all about energy mm-hmm. and effort. Yeah. And if you don't give it, you get cut off. No, I definitely agree. Um, you know, when I first started doing this show and I started talking to people about certain things like what we're talking about, I used to use the term uh, energy is mutual. And uh, I used to date someone when I was in, oh, we weren't dating, but we weren't sleeping with each other either. I took our own dates. Let's put it that way. That's how I put it. That's the fuck boy in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never slept with each other during high school, but we slept with each other during after when we slept with each other in in college, at least after undergrad was over with. But I used to tell her all the time, like, check this out. Energy is mutual. What you put into me is what you get out of me. That's it. And she used to think I was the craziest person in the world for saying that because she would be like, no, that's not true, because you might like somebody more than you like you. I mean, more than like you. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But if for me, if I openly state up, and I think that's why I mean you get along so well, is because we openly state like, mm-hmm. "Yo, check this out. I like you. I'm fucking with you. Are you fucking with me?" And then we give that person mm-hmm. ten seconds to respond. Now, if that motherfucker mm-hmm. says anything less than "I like you too, Brit," or "I like you too, Pooch," then we're like, mm, "Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out. I'm out." Like, you know, and but. The tricky part is, and this is where me and you differentiate, is that, like, how do you do that with mm-hmm. multi-dating? Because remember when I asked you, I said, I like three women at one time, hypothetically speaking, right? Mm-hmm. I like girl A, I like yeah. girl B, and I like girl C. Now, all of them make me feel super good. But the problem is, with multi-dating, you're figuring out how to enjoy a person and enjoy other people. Which, um, mindless to say, the person that I, I interviewed right before you, who was uh, uh, in a, she's married, she's in her 20s, she heavily disagreed with you. She was like, dude, you can't multi-date and find your significant other because when you turn around and try to invest everything in that significant other, if you, if you inform them that I'm dating other people, they'll never trust you. So, Britt, how do you break it off with your, your, the, the people who don't get chose and then solidify to the other person like, hey, you're the person I want to be with? I think the people who have trouble with the concept of multi-dating are the folks that are still stuck in a relationship lens. Mm. You can't go into every situation, every friendship, thinking this will be a relationship. Mm. Some situations will end up as friends. Mm. 
and will you know have you ever kissed somebody and been like ooh that's Hell not yeah. that's actually really funny and you all, you all start mm-hmm. laughing and like we're just going to yeah, be friends like yo damn I, I i mean as a man i've been more than kissed them you know what i'm saying I'm like you know what i'm saying like i've i've, I've Right, and you're like, this yeah, isn't gonna this work. Is like, and that's not being a fuckboy. It was just like afterwards, I was like, hey, check this out. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be like, you know, like a dick. But like, after we just did whatever it was we did, I'm realizing that you're not, you're, you're not my speed. Which I talked about that on my biracial episode, where like my friend asked me, how do you feel when you see a pure black woman date a white man? And I was like, I don't feel anything because maybe I'm not their speed. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not their type. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, definitely. I've definitely pulled up on females where I thought we were cool. We were we were the bee's knees. And maybe, I, you know, we went on a couple of dates. Maybe I slept with them. I did sleep with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, you know what? No disrespect. We can be friends. But I don't think that was like our groove. You know what I'm saying? Which which right. which uh leads me into this is saying that I will say this for any fellows listening to this, and I just like it's so ironic that you just asked me the question, is that sometimes, fellas, you have to understand, and Britt, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, is that there's merit mm-hmm. in not sleeping with every single woman that you find attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like I find a multitude of women attractive. Hell, Britt, I find you attractive. But I'm never going to try to sleep with you. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you're a nice woman that I meet to have conversation with. And maybe that's just being in your 20s. Maybe that's just like getting through a process. But some of my friends, I find so crazy to try to explain to them, like, dude, don't try to sleep with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you will ruin everything that you guys have going on if you try to sleep with her. If you sleep with her, cool. If you get the pussy, cool. But if you just are like, yo, this is my homegirl. There's nothing more, nothing less. It's just my homegirl. That's it. Men, some men cannot comprehend that. And is it the case that can some women not comprehend that as well? Because I'm not a woman. I don't understand that. Some women can absolutely not comprehend Mm -hmm. that because people are in this relationship lens they are thinking everything has to be a relationship which is where i go back to my definition of Mm. dating dating is participating in public activities (laughs) to explore (laughs) the romantic capacities of a friend yo sis before you go deeper into that do you have to keep explaining that because i feel like once you reposted our poll people were like yo what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) Yeah, and I and when we had that conversation, I went and I reposted mm-hmm. it on my story, and there were a lot of people that are like, "This is mm-hmm. not real. This mm-hmm. is crazy. How am I going to be able mm-hmm. to do this?" You need to get outside of mm-hmm. yourself, put your feelings mm-hmm. aside, and realize what is your end yeah. goal. If your end goal is mm-hmm. marriage, a relationship, sex, let that be known within the first five minutes of meeting somebody mm-hmm. that you could potentially see that happening mm-hmm. with. And they will let you know in turn what they are looking mm-hmm. for. And from that initial interaction, you can make your decision to see if this will further. It doesn't mean, and I think a lot of people are thinking that I'm, they're getting dating confused with mm-hmm. relationships and that I'm in multiple mm-hmm. relationships and then letting somebody know I'm mm-hmm. getting married that's not mm-hmm. the case. That's not the case at all. And I think, you know, some people may also assume that, yes, I have gone on multiple dates mm-hmm. in one day, but am I constantly dating three to five men at a time? No. Are there people that I find interesting and continue talking to mm-hmm. at the same time? Continue having conversations with and continue going out on dates at the same time? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I'm honest through that process, and I've let you know. I can only mm-hmm. speak for myself. I've let you know within the first five minutes of us meeting what I'm here for. You know why I'm here. Period. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm here for. You know I'm here. 
You know, I, exactly. you, know, <laughs> you, know here. you know what's crazy about this, Brit, and that was why I wanted you on the show so bad. Thank you so very much for um, coming on. Was that what you were basically speaking, what you were basically spewing was a woman's perspective on basically knowing what I want. Because what you're saying isn't rocket science. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying isn't rocket no. science. What it, what you're saying, though, is indifferent because it's the year 2020, right? And a lot of men are still shocked to hear women say, I know what I want. I know how I want it. And you must be cool with that. Like, and I must group myself into that because, like, even, like, me talking to women, I'm like, yo, hold on. Are you telling me you don't, you want to have sex with me, but you don't want to date me? Yeah. And it's like, what? Hold on. But I'm, I'm, I'm pooch. And it's like, okay, but I want to, I want to date other men. I want to sleep with other men, which mm-hmm. is crazy and not crazy because as men, and I'm guilty of saying this myself, being like, hey, check this out. I'm dating you, but I'm sleeping with other women. You cool with that? And women have either been like, no, I'm not cool with it. Or they've been like, all right, pooch, it's cool. Like, I don't care. Like, I know you're not committed to me. And like, I've been like, all right, cool, whatever. But for a woman to really pull up on me and be like, yo, pooch. I know me and you just had unprotected sex. <laughs> I know you just hit a missionary. I know you just kissed me in the mouth. I know Ooh. I told you. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I know I told you I like this dick. But nigga, I'm finna go hang out with somebody else. Like I be, like when if a woman was to tell me that, I would be like, bro, are you crazy? Like, no, you can't do that. But then again, I have to respect it to be like, yes, she can. She can do whatever. She can do whatever yeah. the fuck she wants at any time, because you know what? She's her own woman with her own prerogative, and that's really the world we live mm-hmm. in. Because in 2020, you know, besides all the shit that's going on, before all this shit that just happened, it's like I like to think that I deal with women of career purpose. I like to I de- I deal with women of substance. You know what I'm saying? And dating women of substance is just like dating men of substance. You guys know what you want and you know when you want it. And you can tell a, a man with ease, like, hey, I only want you for taking me out. I only want you for having sex with yeah. you. I only want you for conversation. Are you cool with that? And it's so crazy to see even myself as a man to be like, damn, she only wanted me for dick? What? Yeah. How? Huh? I've oh, said wow. that before. That's not that's not surprising to me, but to people listening, will be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You're oh just a my dick. god! Don't say it like that, Brit. <laughs> it is like if, if that's the case. Like, if we are having a mm-hmm. sexual relationship, it's just sex. Don't offer me no L and L Hawaiian oh, barbecue. Don't do that to me. I love me some L and L. Offer me. <laughs> Don't offer to watch a movie with me. I'm on a time schedule. It's already late in the night. I need to get in, get out, get ahead. You know that we have a sexual relationship. But Brittany. Period. But hypothetically speaking, Brittany, I look I like you more than that. Like I thought we were more than that. Well then <laughs> you have to let her know. You have to let her know, and if and and and, and in most cases, if the relationship was purely mm-hmm. sexual, you know that that's not typically mm-hmm. the case. It's very rare that people started out having a a completely sexual relationship and then they um, move forward into mm-hmm. a romantic relationship. And if they do, it typically doesn't last. So uh, hold on. Um... And I, I'm sorry, I'm keeping you longer than I said I would, if that's okay with you. Um, you might have to I, break I really this up. I really might have to. Shit, like you, you out here putting us on game. Um, damn, you gonna really make me learn my editing skills today, huh? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I'm here you, to push I mean, you. you. Are, God damn, you are. But um, <laughs> so you're you're saying to me that you are are um. You're secure enough. Because remember, me and you debated this. Mm-hmm. I told you you were wrong. Yeah. You are secure enough to tell a man that, hey, check this out, chief. It doesn't make me a hoe. Because yeah. because that's the next question I'm going to go into. Um, it doesn't make me a hoe because mm-hmm. I just want to sleep with you. 
You know what I'm saying? And you just need to be cool with this. Nothing more, nothing less. Move the fuck on, sir. You're 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 okay with that? Who are all of these men sleeping with? <laughs> if not hoes. You're hilarious, Brit. Now, okay, let me let me let me preface this. Now, again, Brit, again. I am no Casanova. Mm-hmm. I am no Casanova. I'm just Uncle Puche. You know me by my government name. But I like to think of this. The term ho is so mm-hmm. mm, it's so indecent. Because let me let me backtrack. Yeah. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. The first official girlfriend I ever had in my life. She was, uh, let's say, she was uh, very, very generous with the vagina. This was in ninth grade. And she was very generous with the vagina. I can say this about her because she's married now. She has three kids. And and plus, her her husband can't beat me up. I I can box that nigga. I met him before. I can beat that nigga up. Ooh, I don't know. I hope yeah, I know. I, I don't say that. I don't say that freely because he could possibly beat my ass. I am talking about his wife. But the thing about it was is that I remember when I was in ninth grade, right? I met her. We vibed. It was cool. I didn't give a fuck. And a lot of people were like, "Hey, young pooch, um, don't date her." And I was like, "Why not?" And they were like, "You just shouldn't." And I was like, "Why not?" And they were like, "Yo, pooch, she's a hoe." And I would be like. What makes her a hoe? And nobody could define the term hoe for me. Right. Because, if, like, like for example, my, excuse me, that crown warrior skip, skip, you know, sneaking up on me. Um, She was, like, one of my best homies from junior. She, I was in freshman. I was a freshman. She was a junior. She was like, yo, check this out. She's a whore. Don't date her. And I was like, what makes her a whore? And my junior, my friend in junior class, she was like, yo. She's a whore because she dates, she fucks multiple niggas at one time. And I asked my friend, I was like, yo, bet, I feel it. But don't you, didn't you tell me how you was fucking on multiple niggas at one time as well? And my friend who was a junior when I was a freshman, you know what I'm saying? She a whole two years. I graduated college early, so I was 14 at the time. And she was 17 at the time. She was three years older than me. I was like, bet, friend, mm-hmm. how do you find this person to be a whore if they do the same thing you do? Does that make you a whore? And the hmm. friend was like, yo, bet. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, I'm not a whore because at least I own up to it. And I was like, friend, that sounds hmm. like hip- hypocrisy. And to put a pause on hmm. this, because I know I know some people who have given me the cheese consensually listen to this. I know that. You, you call it cheeks. cheeks? Cheeks. I call them cheeks. Oh, cheeks. I uh, thought you just uh, called uh, vagina... Nah. Nah, I would never product. call vagina dairy products unless you're my ex ex who pussy smell like mildew. But anyways, um, uh, cheeks. I call it the cheeks. Um, okay. People who gave me Got cheeks it. consensually look, listen to this. That being said, I know I've used that term out of context and I know I've been disrespectful with it. But I must say, as a new man, I must acknowledge that like what you do with your body is your choice. I don't I don't have the yeah. right. You know, men, we're so hilarious to be like, yo, I ain't wifing no hoe, but I'm gonna go be a hoe. And it's like, mm-hmm. but how, bro? Like, how the fuck do you how do you manage that, bro? How do you manage that? Like, how do you say like like how do you you know somebody um I'm not I'm not a professional in this podcasting game, but I'm like I'm thoroughly like in it enough to know a couple of friends from it, you know? And they uh we talk here and there on like you know, social media platforms. And I said the other day to a podcaster, but what does it matter that your woman has a body count higher than you or equal than you? And nobody can give me the answer, which I can backtrack on my own and be like, yo, I, I can say I have been very guilty of a nigga being like, yo, I don't want a girl who's been with a whole bunch of niggas. But Brit, come on, be real with me right now. Be real with me. There's gotta be some conflict in me and you going out, hypothetically. I mean, you going out and we seeing niggas that you used to date or fuck on, and I gotta just eat that. Like, how do you explain that to me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Why would that bother you? <laughs> hey, yo, Britt, that's why I fuck with you. <laughs> that's why I fuck with you. Why would that bother you? Why would that bother me? Um, put me on blast mm-hmm. on my own show. Um, I think that would bother me because um, the thing I've learned about this, learned about myself, at least from being, from doing this show and just being reflective, is that because I'm possessive, because I'm egocentric, because I'm narcissistic, men always want to be number one in your life. That's it. I, as your man, may not say it, obviously, hypothetically, I may not say it, but like, Brit, it means you're dating, right? I want to be the best man. I want to be the best lover. I want to be the best provider. I want to be the best. I want to be a best friend. And if you pulled up on me, Brit, and hypothetically we were dating and you were like, yo, pooch, I fucks with you. You're my best friend. You're my best provider. But Dante, that nigga Dante used to murk my shit from the back. And that shit was so amazing. Like that nigga's dick was so amazing. I'm going to be real with you, Brit. I did not hear you say I'm the best provider. I did not hear you say I'm the best man. I heard you say how Dante just murders your pussy from the back. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why can't I be Dante? What makes me different? You know what I'm saying? So I think when it comes down to the physical, and I can only speak for myself because I failed in a relationship about this Mm -hmm. because I was like, I think for the most part, in one of my most recent relationships, I was a good guy. I was very educated, but it was made very apparent to me that other men fucked her better. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Did she let you yeah, know she that did. other men? Yeah, but I asked that question better? like a dumbass. Well, why would you ask that question? <laughs> hey, yo, you. Women, women will tell you. <laughs> You don't need to ask because I will let you know if that's the best sex that I've ever had. I would never tell you about what I used to do with Dante. <laughs> ever. No woman would ever do that. That was an unrealistic scenario. And I was waiting I to was, be able to I say that. Was say, as soon as I said that shit, I knew you was going to say like, so why did... Mm-hmm. Now... We might go to the opening premiere mm-hmm. of a movie and you might see somebody who used to mm-hmm. be on my Instagram. Your mind mm-hmm. might run wild, but that shouldn't mm-hmm. bother you because of what mm-hmm. you said earlier. It's never yours. It's just mm-hmm. your turn. It's no longer his turn. It's mm-hmm. your turn now. Now do mm-hmm. better. Or the door. <sighs> Brit. Brit. My heart, my heart dropped mm-hmm. like ten feet when you just said that. Because when I heard my partner say it's never yours, it's just your turn with it, I was like, bet that makes sense. But no disrespect, when I hear a mm-hmm. woman say to me like it's not yours, it's just your turn with it. It is different. different. It definitely does. It does. Yep. Because my boy said it, it made sense. I was like, bet, bro, like that makes sense. It's not more. It's not more. It's not mine. Because my boy, my boy that said it to me, he knows my whole backstory. He knows everything I recently been through. He knows like my my you know my downfall, my upcoming. And when I when I journeyed over to the across the country to go visit him, he was like, "Check this out. You're out here. You're in a different state. Let me let you know while you out here, it's not yours. It's just your turn with it. So just be humble about it." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Bet you know what I'm saying?" Because I was out there doing. I was doing shows like working in media, doing my stand-up comedy, doing a, a couple of podcasts. So I was like, bet, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then later on that night, he brought over a female. And I wasn't tripping. It was just me and him kicking it with this female and a couple of females. And she kicked it. And they did whatever they did. I passed out. I was drunk. And the next night, he brought over another female. And I was like, I'm not tripping. You know, I'm drunk. I don't give a fuck. So I just, I didn't, I didn't trip. But to hear a female be like, yo, pooch. It's not yours, bro. It's just your turn with it. Do what you do with this and then move forward. Like, it's so crazy to hear old. No disrespect. No, fuck it. I ain't got a fucking. I don't have to. I don't have to show to myself. 
it's so different when you hear a woman say it. I'm not going to lie. It just is. Mm-hmm. And that comes back to what I said previously before about little boys feeling like they have the power. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I'm not going to talk about everybody's upbringing, but to put this in a nutshell, I was raised primarily with my mom. You know what I'm saying? My dad's in my life. He's always been in my life. But my father was super young when he had me. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't get to hang out with me. He just went to work. And he was like, hey, hang out with your mom. I don't have time to talk to you right now. And then I just hung out with a woman all day. That's all I did. I hung out with my mom. It's, she she took me. She was like, we're going to the store. We're going here. We're going there. We're going whatever it was. So all I did my whole life was listen to a woman tell me what to do. Until I got old enough and I got strong enough to be able to do my own thing, right? And then as that occurred, I was like, yo, I don't want a woman telling me what to do all the day. All day. You know what I'm saying? Because as a man, your dad's not going to tell you what to do. I mean, he is, but he's going to tell you, like, go take out the trash. Go wash the dishes. Go do this. Go do that. And that's just chores. But for the for general speaking, and I can only speak for black men because I'm only black, you know what I'm saying? And I, I can only speak for black men. That's what I always like to let motherfuckers know. Like, I ain't got time because people hop in my DMs all the time. Like, that's not the case for all people. And I'm like, my nigga, I'm black. So take this shit somewhere else. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? But as a black man, my dad wasn't about like, hey, Junior, come here, sit down. Let's talk about this. My dad wanted to come home from work. He wanted to drink a beer. And he wanted to watch Sports mm-hmm. Center. He didn't want to hear shit else. Don't talk to me about nothing else because I, I fucking listen. Did I put you through school? Did I give your mom money? Did I give you money? Get the fuck out of my face right now. Do not talk to me. So as I grew deeper into becoming a man, all I knew was women just tell you what to do. That's it. They don't tell you nothing else but what to do. So when I became dating, to hear a woman straight up tell me some shit that came from a man, I was like, fuck no. You don't tell me what to do. Like, like you don't, no, you don't get the right to act like that. You're a woman. Like, you as a woman don't get to get the option of telling me what is and what isn't. You know what I'm saying? But to hear you as a woman tell me, like, pooch, I have options. You know, hypothetically, I can date you. I can date another nigga. And if I like you, I'll spend my time with you. If I like the other nigga, I'll spend my time with the other nigga. Don't don't tell me what to do, pooch. Don't tell me what to do or you get your ass left. That was such a fucking eye opener. That's why I wanted you on the show to be like, because I'm not going to lie, dude, so many people yelled at me in my DMs about you. They were like, yo, this, no disrespect, this bitch is tripping. Like, she is lying. But I do think you have a great perspective on dating in this millennium, dating in this decade, because nothing's worse than dropping all your hoes or less than better work, hoes, friends, significant others, fuck buddies, just to get with somebody and then it not to work out and then turn around and be like, oh, hey, guys, I'm back. It's like, OK. <laughs> And that's honestly, that's the downfall of multi-dating. If you do it correctly, you're probably never going to backtrack because it's, for lack of a better term, survival of the And if it doesn't work out, you're going to get, you're going to find new potential partners, make new potential connections, and you're going to continue to be honest throughout that process. I think as we wrap... I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily backtracking. I've done it once before and it didn't work out. Um, and so I typically don't backtrack. If it didn't work out, I'm so quick to block. Oh, don't get started with me on that, Brit. Don't get <laughs> the block. So you did Kimbe Matumbo in this bitch? No, no, no. I I am a blocking. Not in my house. It, it, it's levels. Quickly, levels. very quickly. It's. Levels to she ain't lying because the first day I ever met you, the first brunch I ever met you at, because we only met at, we've only we've only met face to face during brunch. The first brunch I ever met Britt at, I remember she was like, "Check this out," and she was talking to me. She was talking to the whole group. She was like, "I had to let go of the motherfucker I was dating because he wasn't worthy, and he wasn't worthy of a female like me." So I had to move on, and I was like. 
And I remember what? the person I was there with at the time, I whispered in her ear, I was like, yo, is she serious? And the person I was there with, it was like, yeah, she's she's dead ass serious. She does not. She's dead ass. Dead she ass. does not play. Like, that nigga was not worthy. And in essence, like, the person I was there with ended up turning around doing the same shit with me. It was like, listen, son. <laughs> <laughs> was like, she was like, listen. She was like, yeah, exactly. Together. Like, along so well. She was like, let's check this out, pooch. <clears throat> you're broke, angry, and you're very combative. Lily, her words. You're in a fucking emotional roller coaster. And if you want to continue acting like this, I'm not going to deal with you. So I'm going to go find some men that want to deal with me in the way that I want to be loved. So I'm going to, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to peace out and you can just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And luckily, I'm a level, I'm a leveled headed person enough to, to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of males, before we get out of here, I must, I must say this. Not everybody's built for multi-dating. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so important no. to say to your people prior, like, yo, check this out. Like, I multi-date. Yes, me and you are, yes, me and you are out yep. eating food. Yes, we at, you know, wherever fucking place we're at, but best believe, like, I text other people. And that's one of the things I want to get out of here because I know where, I know what's going to happen. People going to slide my DMs and they'll be like, this shit isn't true. You can't do that. But yes, it is. It can be true. And you can do that if you're being honest, which is like the biggest yep. thing with Britt. When she told me this, she, Britt stressed this to me. She was like, pooch, unless you're being honest, this is all a fraud. That's the only way this can work. And I was like, Britt, mm-hmm. there's no way you can be honest with people about it. And you were like, yes, there is. You can be honest with people about this. If they're not, if they're not receptive to it, then they're not, they're not in your, they're not someone you could, you should date. That's it. And I was Period. like, no, Britt, that's not how it works. And you were like, pooch. Then clearly you're not somebody that can be with it. And that really made me check it. Like I didn't inter- I, like I didn't hop on a podcast with you for like three to four days. We talked about this like a week ago. And I was like, yo, I need to get my feelings in check first before I even hop on the podcast with her. Cause if we if we talked about this the day we first talked about it, I'd have been like, Hey everybody, this is my friend Britt, aka Champagne Giggles, man, whatever, bro. <laughs> she be lying out here. But I had to think about it. I had to go to sleep on it. I had to talk to older, older OGs. And like people who weren't in their 30s and be like, yo, like, have you heard of this idea? And they were like, yeah, women who have substance, men, women who know what they want, women who understand that, like, there isn't just one person charming out here. They date like that. And pooch, either you have to be OK with this or you got to just keep it pushing. And I was like, nah, bro, like, yeah. I'm I'm the prize. And keep it real. My uncle, who's like 60, he was like, dude everybody's the prize it just happens to be if you are worthy of withstanding the trials and tribulations and that humbled me to a point where like mm-hmm. even to the point where i'm dating you know i don't mm, we can't date right now because we're in quarantine but because we're in cali but like even when i'm talking to women i i, right. I said this today on twitter i was like listen the port the thing you need to understand is you need to understand that you're number one but you're never the only one you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, Ooh. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel I me. Because here's the thing: we're all replaceable. That's it. We're all replaceable. And 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 um, I didn't get into this about you, but like, regardless of if your parents are together, Brit, or my parents are together, my like they understand that like, although I've been rocking with this person forever, if shit don't work out, my nigga, I can find another man. And that was something my mom taught me a long time ago. She was like, listen. If you don't work out with your dad, you know, just hypothetically speaking, because I went through like, you know, what I went through with a breakup. My mom was like, I can find another man. And my dad said the same thing. He was like, if this don't work out with your mom and these motherfuckers have been together for 25 plus years. If it don't work out with her, I can find somebody else. Yeah. But when you're in your 20s, that feels so irrealistic, unrealistic. It feels like this person is the one. They got to be the one. No, that's not the case. No. And don't get me twisted, ladies and gentlemen, as I talk to this, mm-hmm. I talk to this to you about this, it's like, even I struggle with this. The people, like, you know, I'm willing or interested in dating, if it don't work out with them, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not like Brit. I feel devastated. I'm like, what the fuck? This didn't work out? 
But as I get older, I'm like, yo, it didn't work out because I'm just not their speed. I'm not their preference. I'm not what they are. So, um, Britt, I took you, I, I definitely took you further than what I thought I would, or I held, I had you longer than I thought I would. Um, thank you so very much for being on the show. Do you have any other, in, like, any other facts to drop on uh, multi-dating? Because this is really for the men, because I think the ladies understand this. Do you have any other facts to, to inform them, us about multi-dating? Mm-hmm. Final thoughts. My final thoughts are multi-dating first and foremost mm. is not for everybody mm. it's what works for me it takes a different kind of person personality strength and knowledge of self mm-hmm. to be able to multi-date because that doesn't necessarily mean that when you're multi-dating everybody who you're multi-dating is also going to want you there are people who are going to cut you off say louder for the people in the back like pooch Listen, I dropped gems, and if you missed it, I don't repeat myself. Repeated niggas. And lastly, what I'll say is, Mm -hmm. anybody who disagrees, that's fine. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That means it's not for you, or you're Mm -hmm. not ready for that yet. And that's important. That goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. You know why I'm here, mm-hmm. and you know why you're here. And if we're not on the same page, find somebody else. Who is. Well, I think the biggest thing outside of all that, Britt, as we wrap this up, is that you personally are a person that's secure with who you are. That was one of the first things I noticed about mm-hmm. you when we first met. Because when I first met you, I was not secure with who I was. So I remember as being a person and I don't know if you recall probably don't because it was so many moons ago um that when you when you came to that brunch I instantly shut the fuck up because I was like looking at you and was like hold on what is this girl talking about you know what I'm saying and so as we jumped into it and you well no you jumped into it and just started talking and I was like let me be quiet let me hear what this person's talking about and you're very much a person when you walk in a room and you start speaking people start paying attention and that's a lot to say especially for a motherfucker who has a lot of shit to say like myself you know what i'm saying because i always got shit to say but then i don't have i feel like in myself i don't always need to say shit so when i find people who have a lot of shit to say that has shit to say with purpose it's time for me to shut the fuck up but uh in short uh gentlemen um because i don't think brits switched teams yet you good I'm here. See, that's how you know it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> that's exactly what it's time to do. Motherfuckers, like, get back to the Crown Royal. Um, <laughs> um, in short, ladies and gentlemen, you just have to be secure with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be upfront with yourself and know what you want. Because the thing about it is, Britt, I think, would say that, like, she doesn't speak in facts. She speaks in opinions of what works for her. So anything you hear on this podcast, anything you hear Britt say, anything you hear me say, if it don't work for you, if it don't apply, my nigga, let it fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave it alone, bro. Like, it, it, it ain't for you, chief. And, um, you know, not to say it because me and you both are very educated. I mean, you both are very educated. Um, It's just one of those things that, like, it just might not work for you. So, uh, Britt, I'm not going to take up a lot of your time because I know although we are in quarantine, although we are dealing with COVID-19, I'm pretty sure you probably got 35 DMs waiting to be responded to. <laughs> Um, you are uh, you. What was your fraternity you in? Plug your plug yourself, plug yourself, and we'll let it go. <laughs> I am a proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I love all my uh, divine nines. Um, Britt, drop your uh, IG. Drop your um, drop whatever you want to drop. If you don't want to drop anything, be like, fuck it. I don't want to drop none of it. And leave it alone because you know niggas do listen to my show and they have slid in a couple of DMs. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> if you'd like to continue this conversation or if you'd like to get to know me and my antics, you can engage with me on Instagram at champagne.giggles. And you know what's so wild, ladies and gentlemen? Brit's so G with it. She ain't even gonna spell it out for you. So if you can't spell champagne.giggles, <laughs> The the door. Yeah, yeah, the door. <laughs> You're not smart enough. 
to fucking deal with her. No. Nope. <laughs> and and that's the first way she wheezed you broke ass niggas out. So <laughs> Brit, um, thank you so very much. There was um some uh definitely some parts where I agree with you. Definitely some parts where I was like, um, this nigga is tripping. But as a man who, you know, is searching for his uh Brock uh, that's Brock Obama, sheesh, is searching for his Michelle Obama, I guess to respect that a woman of education deals with things differently than a woman who doesn't have high standards. So I appreciate you having you on my show. Like I said, I'll let you get back to your 35 uh, DMs that you need to answer and uh, let you just kind of go from there. You know what I mean? Uh, all in all, I'll close this out. This has been another episode of the Six Feet in the Podcast. I'm your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Pooche. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, please let the peace kill the evil that is coming from within you. And until next time, I'm out. Brit, shout out your hoes, shout out your friends, shout out your area code. We're going to wrap this shit up. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Run it. Hunt. <laughs> <laughs>